This is Sound and Season. It's Good Friday, the 39th day of Lent. Our passage today comes from the Gospel of John, chapter 21, verses 1 through 14. After this, Jesus revealed himself again to the disciples by the Sea of Tiberias, and he revealed himself in this way. Simon Peter, Thomas called the twin, Nathanael of Cana in Galilee, the sons of Zebedee, and two others of his disciples were together. Simon Peter said to them, I am going fishing. They said to him, We will go with you. They went out and got into the boat, but that night they caught nothing. Just as day was breaking, Jesus stood on the shore, yet the disciples did not know that it was Jesus. Jesus said to them, Children, do you have any fish? They answered him, No. He said to them, Cast the net on the right side of the boat, and you will find some. So they cast it, and now they were not able to haul it in because of the quantity of the fish. That disciple whom Jesus loved therefore said to Peter, It is the Lord. When Simon Peter heard that it was the Lord, he put on his outer garment, for he was stripped for work, and threw himself into the sea. The other disciples came in the boat, dragging the net full of fish, for they were not far from land, about a hundred yards off. When they got out on land, they saw a charcoal fire in place, with fish laid out on it and bread. Jesus said to them, Bring some of the fish that you have just caught. So Simon Peter went aboard and hauled the net ashore, full of large fish, a hundred and fifty-three of them. And although there were so many, the net was not torn. Jesus said to them, Come and have breakfast. Now none of the disciples dared ask him, Who are you? They knew it was the Lord. Jesus came and took the bread and gave it to them, and so were the fish. This was now the third time that Jesus was revealed to the disciples after he was raised from the dead. This is the word of the Lord. Thanks be to God. What were the disciples supposed to do? For three years they had been at Jesus' side, but now Jesus was gone. Of course, Easter had changed everything. They had never been so wondrously surprised in all their lives. But Jesus had disappeared just as mysteriously and miraculously as he had appeared that Easter morning. What were they supposed to do now that Jesus was risen? Peter and the other six disciples from Galilee head home to do what they've always done, go fishing. Perhaps they're discouraged, perhaps they're confused. Peter has a wife, so perhaps he's simply going home to provide. The text doesn't tell us, but it does tell us that these lifelong fishermen fish all night and catch nothing. Can you imagine their discouragement? Then a voice from the shore, one who hadn't been fishing all night, tells them that they ought to try their nets on the other side of the boat. 
There's no indication yet that the disciples recognize the voice. And whether to humor the suggestion or because they simply figured they might as well try, they cast their nets once more and they caught so many fish they were not able to haul in their nets. Peter cries, it is the Lord, and jumps straight into the sea, not bothering to wait until the boat makes it to the shore in his excitement to see Jesus. In Luke 5, there was another miraculous catch of fish. And these men, in that moment, were called to leave all they had to become fishers of men. Here, in John 21, following another miraculous catch, Jesus invites them once again to partner in his work. But breakfast is already ready. He doesn't need their fish. He is already cooking breakfast for them over a charcoal fire. Why is it important that it's over a charcoal fire? Because in chapter 13, Peter told Jesus that he would follow him even unto death. But three times over the light of a charcoal fire, Peter denied even knowing Jesus. But Peter's sin is no match for Jesus' grace. Jesus comes towards this man who denied even knowing him in love and in friendship, cooking him a meal and inviting him back into the work of ministry. Lord, hear our prayer and let our cry come to you. Let us pray. Our Father, like Simon Peter, we confess that we have denied you in word and in deed. We are not worthy to be called your servants, but you have not treated us as our sins deserve. Instead, you did the unthinkable. You put forward your one and only Son, the Son that you love, as a sacrifice. You tell us that if we received his perfect record as a gift, we can rest fully assured that your love will never, ever let us go until we, the ransomed church of God, are saved to sin no more. Spirit, keep us in awe of this gospel through joy and sorrow, through every triumph and every failure. Whether we preach or fish or change a diaper, may we remember and rejoice that you know us, you love us, you have seen fit to call us your own and you will never leave us. Open our ears to always hear your voice and ready our hearts to obey you at every turn until we see you face to face. O Lamb of God who takes away the sins of the world, have mercy on us. Glory to the Father, and to the Son, and to the Holy Spirit, as it was in the beginning, is now, and will be forever. Amen.